Chapter 16 of On Virginity, De Virginitate, by St. Ambrose, translated by Albany J. Christie. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Modesty and confidence needful for the Virgin. But to return to the Song of Songs, the Word of God is called to the Garden of Nuts, Canticles 6.11, emblems of the study of the prophets as well as of the grace bestowed on Christian priests, whose sore temptations are figured by the almond's bitterness, their toils by the hardness of its shell, their fruits of inward holiness by its hidden kernel. A like figure was the blossoming of Aaron's rod. It was in its own nature dead, but by a secret and divine power it brought forth buds, bloomed blossoms, and yielded almonds. Numbers 17.18 Let him, then, come down into his garden, gather the vintage of faith, receive the fragrant odors, find the spiritual food, and feast on the sweetness of our honey. As himself saith, I am come into my garden, my sister, my spouse. I have gathered my myrrh with my spice. I have eaten my honeycomb with my honey. Canticles 5.1 The sweet compound, collected from the flowers of Christian holiness by the toil of those bees whose active labor is in agreement with the wisdom which they preach, is by holy church laid up in honeycombs, it to be the food of Christ. Let us seek Christ, let us call him to us, for he is all in all to us. Is any soul diseased with sins of the body? Is any soul cramped, as it were, with an iron band of worldly desires? Is any yet imperfect, though pressing forward with earnest meditation? Is any perfect in manifold graces? Let all come to him, for all are in his power, and Christ is all things to us. Art thou wounded, and wouldst thou be healed? He is the physician. St. Matthew 19.12 Dost thou burn with fever? He is the refreshing fountain. Zechariah 13.1 Art thou pressed down with iniquity? He is righteousness. 1 Corinthians 1.30 Needest thou help? He is the power of God. 1 Corinthians one twenty four, Fearest thou death? He is life. St. John 11.25 Desirest thou heaven? He is the way. St. John 14.6 Fliest thou darkness? He is light. St. John one nine, Seekest thou food? He is the bread that came down from heaven. St. John 6.35 O taste, then, and see how gracious the Lord is, Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Psalm 34, 8 The woman that was plagued with an issue of blood trusted in him and immediately was healed, for she came to him in faith. Do thou too, daughter of the church, come with faith, and touch though but the border of his garment. The torrent of worldly pleasures that overfloweth like a flood shall be staunched and dried up by the heat of the sun of righteousness the health-giving word, only approach in faith like her, take hold, with like devotion of the very fringe of his heavenly words, throw thyself trembling at the feet of thy Lord, and where are his feet, but where his body is. O faith richer than all treasures, O faith mightier than all bodily strength, more health-bringing than all physicians. She came near, she felt his power, she obtained her cure, even as when the eye is brought to the light, 
it is enlightened before it sees and the operation of the light anticipates the vision a disease inveterate incurable that had baffled every invention of art that had drained all her resources is cured by merely touching the border of the garment she was ashamed of being seen to approach him imitate o virgin her shamefacedness she was confident in her faith take pattern by her devotion great truly was her grace she desired to conceal herself yet desired not to conceal her fault for she seemed to have done presumptuously neither do thou conceal thy faults which he already knoweth but confess them be not ashamed of doing what prophets have ere now done and not been ashamed these are the words of jeremiah heal me o lord and i shall be healed words which express her meaning when she touched the fringe as though she said heal me o lord and i shall be healed save me and i shall be saved for thou art my praise jeremiah seventeen fourteen and none is really healed unless thou heal her there may be some who will say to thee as was said to jeremiah for often are the faithful thus tempted where is the word of the lord let it come now jeremiah seventeen fifteen yea to the lord himself was said let him now come down from the cross and we will believe him he trusted in god let us deliver him now if he will have him st matthew twenty seven forty two and forty three if any in mockery speak thus to thee and try to entrap thee in vain words see that after thy master's example thou shalt answer him not let thy converse be only with christ if thou speak to them they will not believe and if thou ask them they will not answer thee st luke twenty two sixty seven sixty eight say to the word as for me i have not fainted in following after thee lord thou knowest jeremiah seventeen sixteen thus spake the woman with the bloody issue and it was staunched though worn out by her long seeking though full of sickness still her words were lord i have not fainted in following after thee nor shall any faint who like her sincerely follow christ for he calls the faint and heavy laden to find rest in following him matthew eleven twenty eight let us too follow him and we shall not faint the promise to jacob shall be ours he shall be in rest and quiet as well the promise in isaiah they that wait upon the lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings as eagles they shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint isaiah forty thirty one christ asked who touched him and the woman seems to say lord why askest thou for thou knowest the words that pass from my lips are all before thee wherefore i am not ashamed to confess my sins unto thee let them be confounded that persecute me but let not me be confounded jeremiah seventeen eighteen in like manner blessed peter was not ashamed to say depart from me for i am a sinful man o lord st luke five eight for he knew that the lord could read his thoughts st peter in whom the church and the authority of her discipline was to be established felt by his deep wisdom and foresaw that nothing could be more profitable for him than that he should not be exalted above measure at the great miracle with which he had been favored 
Therefore, he says, depart from me, praying not that Christ should abandon him, but that he should save him from arrogance. And so St. Paul also glories in the thorn in his flesh, given to him lest he should be exalted above measure. Arrogance is an alluring temptation, which even St. Paul dreads, a danger against which even he is specially protected. Even he, I say, for few things could make him arrogant, whose danger arose from the abundance of the revelations. And his rejoicing is that of the perfect warrior of Christ, who gladly purchases his soul's health at the expense of a body wounded by a thorn in the flesh. End of chapter 16